Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Sabrina Stanley after her win at the 2021 Hard Rock 100. How are you, Sabrina? I'm good. Really good. Uh, how are you feeling this, this morning? I feel great. I mean, a little sore, a little swollen, but um, all in all, I'm super stoked. Yeah, you should be. You were in one hell of a race this weekend. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it was like over three hours faster than you ran yes. in 2018. I don't even know. I know like vaguely my 2018 time, but I don't know the exact split or like the yeah. exact time, but I know it was faster, <laughs> a lot faster. And how, how did it feel like to run three hours faster? Was it because of better fitness, course knowledge, just growing as an ultra runner? Yeah. I, I think just experience. I mean, doing Grand Ray, doing Nolan's back to back, just living here and getting course knowledge, um, and learning how to push my body and then also maintain my body. Like yeah. nutrition, salt, hydration, and being on top of that consistently, um, I think was a huge help too. Yeah. You had talked about before the race that you wanted to be pretty consistent and, and be yeah. conservative. Um, but you, you went out maybe a little harder than... <laughs> I went out really hot. Yeah. yeah. And that was not your plan. <laughs> no, it was not my plan. What way did you go out hot? <laughs> I think uh, my split coming into Cunningham, I was supposed to get there like at two hours and 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. If my watch is right, I think when I looked at it, it said I got in at 155. Does that sound right? That's, that, that's quite a bit of difference. I was, yeah, half hour ahead of schedule, 10 miles in, which <laughs> are nine miles in. Um, I was feeling really good, and I felt like I was pushing hard enough, but also that I wasn't digging into a well I couldn't get out of. I knew I was going to have to like pay the price in recovery time later, mm-hmm. but not to the extent that I would like crash and burn, and it would cost me. Like, I felt like this was the time to, like, send a message. Yeah. And, like, I'm here for business. Yeah. And, like, so, yeah, I, I came into Cunningham, like, really hot. Yeah. Did you – what what sparked that? What Did you – was, like, did you see Courtney or Darcy ahead of you or something early on? Or Yeah. I mean, I was still running my pace. Um, I would say the first, I don't know, four or five miles. Mm-hmm. Most of the way up, up uh, Divies. And – they were right in front of me and that like wasn't planned. It's not like I was yeah. like trying to hunt them down or anything. No. They were just right there and it was us three women in a row and uh, they were chatting and I was just like watching their gates and watching how much energy they were exerting and watching just like studying them mm-hmm. and studying how they were going up the climb and using that to judge how the rest of their race was going to mm-hmm. go and how, yeah. Anyway. And so from studying them, I, I felt confident and passing them, um, I passed Darcy about halfway up the climb. Um, and then Courtney, I was just going to kind of like sit on her heels, but she, she divert, she took a wrong turn just like slightly. And mm-hmm. so I had to call her back and then I just jumped in front of her there. Um, and so then once I was in front of her, I was like, all right, like, let's just let it rip. So um, you must've absolutely crushed the two and a half miles down to Cunningham to put. Yeah. I like that trail. <laughs> I mean, it's a really, I would say technical downhill it's pretty steep but i've ran it a lot and if you're not familiar with that trail and you haven't ran it like you could waste a lot of time there and if you are good at it you can run pretty darn fast it's not technical it's a technical that you can actually get speed on yes yeah Yeah. and so i was just having fun like i felt like i wasn't going max effort i was just having fun cruising down into cunningham Mm -hmm. um yeah when when did you sort of then settle into what you maybe your what your planned pace was or effort was uh, that was unintentional. <laughs> oh, well, how'd yeah. you get there and where? So um, my crew missed me at uh, Cunningham 
Well, kind of. Yeah. So Abby Hall was my like whole my main crew was there. Abby Hall was there, and she had two water bottles for me. And I was really confused because I was going to switch packs, and I was so thrown off that I didn't allow myself to like calm down and and accept the help. I was like, oh, my second pack's not here. I'm just going to go, and I definitely should have stopped. Um, and so I just headed on out. And I didn't have extra salt tabs. I didn't have extra gels. I didn't have extra water. And so now I'm like at five minutes out of the aid. I'm realizing how much I messed yeah. up. And now I'm like, okay, now you got to like really rein it back and conserve your energy because you don't have the hydration or the fuel to get you to Maggie efficiently. So it could have perhaps been a fortunate error. Well, <laughs> if so, then my because I didn't have salt or anything, like my quad started cramping up that climb like really, really bad. And I was like, don't show it. Like, just act like this is the pace you want to go at and like let Courtney pass you, which she did. And just like be consistent. Don't stop when you're cramping. Like just mm -hmm. walk with the cramps because like it's not going to get, you're not going to get there any faster if you stop. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I knew there was a creek at the top and I was going to fill my water there. Your favorite place on the course. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I got there and there's like 200 sheep up there or however many, yeah. and they're in the creek. And I'm like, I can't drink this water, but I had to. Mm -hmm. And so I filled my water bottles with the Giardia water. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Good luck with that. It's not fun. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I filled my bottles, and that did like help, I would say, like 80% with the cramping. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was just like, get to Maggie, get to Maggie, and just do it as smoothly and easily as you can. Yeah. So I got to Maggie, drank an entire jar of pickle juice. Um, That's why there's no juice in those pickles. Yes, yeah. There was no juice in the pickles. <laughs> that was me. Um, so yeah, I like fully stocked up on everything I need calorie and hydration wise there. I then like suffered like gut issues and stopped four times to go to the bathroom on the way to Sherman and just like cleared everything out. No. Yep. Running um, light. Yep. Yep. Um, made it to Sherman and, and then the rain started. So like that helped my body like mm -hmm. recalibrate as well to get cool again. So it was not like a hiccup for your first 25 miles. No, but I kept telling myself, this is how Grand Raid went. Like Grand Raid was such like a disaster the first 50 miles. And so, and I always look at that as like a blessing because it kept my pace down and I was mm -hmm. so strong at the finish. So I just like kept positive in my mind that like this was all happening for a reason. You're still going to have legs under you later and it'll be fine. When did you finally have like a moment that like, oh, this is going okay, or I'm I'm back to, to baseline or whatever? Did you Um When I left Sherman, I think things kind of turned around there. Okay. Like yeah, it started raining, my body got a lot cooler. Um I was running pretty good. Yeah. Cause you can run up that little couple mile grade yeah, to Yeah, you have a little road section that was nice. Um and then handies, I knew like just it's so early in the race that you can't you can't race handies. It's fourteen thousand foot peak. So just chip away at it. And I was watching Jeff Browning, who's way up above me, and like just keep that that gap mm -hmm. and like go off his pace. And he was so consistent all day. So he was a huge help in like keeping my pace from getting crazy, which he would probably disagree with because like we left frogged a little bit. And every time he saw me, he probably thought I was running too hard. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was consistent and I was like, fast, slow, fast, slow. <laughs> a little little sine wave action. Yeah. Going on. Okay. Um Walk me through to getting to, did you have a good run down to you, Ray? Yes. So I picked up Abby Hall, mm -hmm. my pacer, uh, my teammate at Grouse, and got some food in me. Felt super hydrated. We ran as much as we could up Engineer, hiked when we needed to, got to top of Engineer, and I'm like, all right, like right, let's, let's rip. So we started running, and it was so fun. Yeah. That is just a wonderful long it's a great, down. Yeah. It's a great way to just like open those hips up and get ready to like do like a nice climb up your Ray. And, and like, yeah. do you use that section – 
do you control your pace and effort enough to actually like do extra fueling and hydration or just get really on top of that for the second half of the race? I think I'm always pretty aware of my fueling and hydration mm -hmm. or yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I would say every 30 to 45 minutes, I'm putting something in my body. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also getting calories from my water. Yeah. So I'm always getting stuff in. Um, and I'd say I'm running like 75% after yeah. I've done that. I'm definitely not sprinting it, but I'm not, I'm not jogging it. Like yeah. I'm running. Yeah. And then you hit what you wanted to, uh, kind of push or take advantage of or whatever you want to call yeah. it going up camp bird road from Uray. How did ready. that go? So I came into Uray and, um, my crew like immediately informed me that like she was in and out of the aid station super quick. And so I needed to be, mm -hmm. and I really wanted to take my time there because you're still behind Courtney at this point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still in mm -hmm. second. I wanted to take my time at Uray. I wanted to eat again. I wanted like real food. Um, I wanted to change my socks cause they were wet and I knew I wasn't going to do any Creek crossings for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just wanted to be like 100% because I knew I was about to like let it rip and I wanted to like be all business um, and hunt her down. So, I mean, I don't want this to come across wrong, but like I was so disappointed when she dropped like four miles up Camp Bird because like I wanted to hunt her down all night. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted her to push me for that course record. Yeah. And like I wanted that like string to like guide me. like Or that hand on your shoulder if she was just behind totally, you. Like just, it totally. helps you. Yeah. Um, and so when I passed her, she was sitting on the side of the road and I was like, uh, like I needed you. Yeah. I needed you out here with me. Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, camp bird was still a phenomenal climb for me. I felt really strong. Um, high energy, same, same thing going down in the Telluride. Yeah. Um, you get the Telluride and you yeah. pick up Avery. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. How, how, how did you say like, yeah, how did it go when you picked up Avery? Uh, so the climb out of Telluride was definitely my worst climb of the entire race. Really? Yeah. I, there's like 10 more switchbacks than I remember. So, and I've ran that, like that was one of my last long runs. Like I know that section, but at nighttime I was just like, okay, this is, th I think like our last switchback and there's like five more or whatever. Um, it just keeps going. And then that was the first time I really started like vomiting, um, was mm -hmm. like pretty close to like tree line going up that. And so he was just like patiently waiting for me. I'm still like at this point now, like going to the bathroom way more than I'd like to and like stopping and just having all kinds of issues and just between like vomits being like, okay, just keep, keep moving forward, keep mm -hmm. moving forward. And how are um, your legs doing? Are they holding up? All right. Or are you, I mean, honestly, since they cramped, um, so early on, it felt like I like maxed out squats the day before for the rest of the race. Like, cause I think they were so tense for so mm -hmm. long that they were just really sore the entire race. Um, but like I'd gotten used to it by that time. Like yeah. it just is what it was. It wasn't getting any worse. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, just keep moving, keep chipping away. And I'm like, okay, you have this many climbs left. Like, like I know exactly what's coming up yeah. and just, just get it done. And you also know exactly what Diana Finkel's course record yes. splits were. Yes. And you were a little bit under the, like a little bit under them coming into, yeah. to, to tell your ride. And we both know that she ran a very hard first yeah. two thirds of a race and kind of relatively struggled yeah. that second or that last third. And yeah. you were hoping to make some time up on that. I was looking at her splits. I'm like, Oh, I've got this. Like she walked it in. <laughs> I can totally like, I, I was so confident. Um, yeah, that climb out of Telluride, like really beat me up, um, mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. So then it became, and like, again, I, it shouldn't be this way. I should be able to push myself without having somebody push me. Mm -hmm. But, um, I knew how far I was up on Darcy. Like I was just like in the mode of like, get it done now, which was a bunch of hours. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you, yeah. unless you blow up. Right. Um, so we just kept moving. The climb up Grand Swamp Pass was much, much easier than the one mm -hmm. out of Telluride. Um, and again, just like being super consistent, um, calories weren't going down super easy. So now it's like, 
Like I'm not taking caffeine because I am throwing up when I do that. And you're not eating enough. Yeah, exactly. My nutrition really fell behind there. And that was my stomach just wasn't having it. And so now like just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. So when you get to KT, you're a cup, just, you know, yeah. you're getting in there. Where were you relative to Diana? Um, I think I was still like roughly even with her. Yeah. Because I know, well, I found this out like honestly after Telluride or after the, I would say like the top of Telluride. I fell off like looking at any of my cheat sheets. Okay. Um, and I was just like, go for it. And I, I was feeling so bad physically and mentally that I just like didn't care anymore. Got it. So you were just, you were doing what you could. Like you weren't, yeah. you weren't thinking, oh, yeah. I, 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 I got that right in the and edge. I no. should have been. Yeah. yeah. I, but I'm sure I mean, it ended how it ended. So like, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I mean, and the, obviously like every hour that passes from the time I finish to now, I like beat myself up more. Like yeah. immediately after finishing the race, I was like, I could not have tried an ounce harder. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm like looking back, I'm like, oh, you could have tried way harder here, here, and here. And so. But you can't also, nothing, yeah. nothing goes perfect every now, step of the way, every right. aid station segment, like. Um, For sure. But you also have Avery out there. And even yeah. if you're not looking. Yeah. I'm sure Avery knows what. Oh, what's he did. <laughs> he totally did. And I think he knew. I, in my mind, like as soon as I started feeling bad, I thought like, oh, I'm off course record, like instantly. Yeah. And I'm not like in intelligently thinking about it it's just like emotionally based decisions and, and he, so he does know what's going on and um he was trying to push what did he do how, how did he try to he well, knows your buttons or levers or whatever it is how yeah did he... i mean at the very top of the last climb he said i think you can still do course record and i was like not believing it mm -hmm. and he's like can i break down the splits for you and i was like no and <laughs> he was trying to be so nice and yeah tell me i could i'm like i don't I will try my hardest and this is it. And like, I don't want to know the numbers, but I will run as hard as I can to the finish. And, and yeah. did you, uh, did you or he or think when you cross mineral Creek, did, did a calculation come out? Cause you know exactly how long it takes to run from the I, Creek I, or, or the rainbow trail to, to the finish. Whether it's I'm wrong or right. When I crossed mineral Creek, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I just knew it wasn't in the cards. I still wanted to get as close to it as I possibly could, and I still ran really, really hard those last two miles. You were just crushing it into the finish. Like, you were full-on sprinting. You gave uh, yeah. what you had. Yeah. Yeah. And you're proud with that. Proud yeah. of that, right? I mean, I was I was pretty upset when I crossed Middle Creek, and I knew it wasn't there. Yeah. But, yeah. You also ran the second fastest time in hard rock history and yeah. took three hours off your time. Yeah. You and it was a good day all in all. Like, I, I'm not going to lose sleep over, over those three minutes. Yeah. What do you have coming up next? UTMB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and does coming out of this give you confidence or strength to in going toward UTMB? Yeah. I mean, I, I never think of myself as a fast runner. I think I'm a very strategic runner. I'm a planner. And I think I run really intelligently. Even though I just talked about like how I totally fell off for the last 20 miles. Mm -hmm. But I go into a race with a plan and I execute it. I never rely on speed. And... um so all I've done in the last like four months is think about hard rock and I haven't even looked at splits for UTMB. I haven't done anything. Um, but now I have what, five weeks, six weeks to like yeah. dial it in. And as you were talking before the race, like when, when you're in taper mode, you have a little yeah. extra time. Hopefully yeah. you have a little extra time. How long will you recover for? I'm going to take at least a full week off, if not 10 days. Yeah. Um, and I assume after that pretty easy for at least a little. Oh bit. yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm going into UTMB. Like obviously I want to win. I'm, and so whatever I think is most intelligent, like I'm not looking to run myself into the ground in training, like I'm already fit clearly. Yeah. So I just need to like maintain it 
get some rest, um, and hope going as healthy as I can. Cool. Congratulations on what was a great run. Thank you. And see you in Chamonix. Can't wait.